0: Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Black Girls Have Anxiety 2, the safe space created for Black women by Black women to strip away the taboo of talking about mental health. You'll hear from mental health professionals and advocates as well as Black women sharing their experiences as we break down the complexities, explore ways to heal, and support each other. My name is Ashley, I'm your host. Whether you're a seasoned regular or this is your first time tuning in, thank you so much for your support. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Black Girls Have Anxiety 2. I'm your host, Ashley, and today we have a special host, somebody that's returning back to the pod for today. Um, If you are a longtime follower of Black Girls Have Anxiety 2, you're probably going to recognize this voice um my one of my really good friends and someone who was also the former you know my former co-host for black girls have anxiety too I would like to welcome back Aloria. welcome back I miss you
1: hey are you cool cats and (laughs) 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 kids.
0: it's so good to be back y'all
1: I I know like for the new people that have not heard me, even though every single one of you have listened to the podcast since the beginning, right? Right? Yeah, birds chirping. Uh, it's okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but I'm so happy to be back. I'm so happy to be able to link back up with Ash, even though we have been talking about uh, a podcast for a while. It's really good to finally be back. We've done had trips. I've visited her and everything. We did not hop on any podcast. We, sure we were thinking about other things. So yeah, we were at brunch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. we, were, we were intoxicated. We had yeah. other
0: things to <laughs> Slightly, you know. It was a, it was a very boozy it. brunch, but it was a fun mm-hmm. brunch. <laughs> yeah, definitely. What's the name of that place? I, Dats. Shout out to That's Dats it. in Tampa. Man, That's the spot. If you ever O-M-G. come to Tampa and you're looking for a brunch spot, go to Dats, D A T Z. No, I'm not getting mm-hmm. paid for this plug. And get all. the monkey bread. Get the monkey bread. Oh, my God. That's all you need to order. Shrimp grits thing, is great, drinks. too.
1: Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. I tried that after uh, when yes. I came back to the like weekend anyway.
0: Yes. Oh, <laughs> that place is amazing. Shout out to yeah. Shantae, one of our other good friends. That's, um, she was there that weekend, too. But, um, yeah, so as Aloria said, she was, we started this podcast together. So it's really special. I've been trying to get her to come back forever <laughs> we will talk and have like a two-hour conversation I'll be like girl we got to get back on the podcast right. you know just a little reunion episode and then you know we're both really busy but um I do want to before we get into like what we're actually going to talk about in this podcast I do want to give a shout out to Eloria because um one of her main reasons for having to leave the podcast was um to really focus on her business and grow her businesses And number one, I just want to like bow down to you because you are killing it. Um, Mm -hmm. She's had these visions of what she wants things to look like. And they're all, you know, slowly but surely coming together. So tell the people, you know, what you do. Well, thank you for asking. And thank you so much. You've been doing amazing with the
1: podcast before I talk about me. I want to just tell you that I'm so proud of you. And I'm so grateful that we did start this together. And it's just been it's been a treat and an honor to watch you flourish and grow. Black girls have anxiety into what dreams are made of. Your vision was perfect, and I knew that it was going to continue growing. So shout Thanks, out to girl. you for keeping it going. Thank um, you okay, so as for me, I'm a lottician. Um I do micro locks, traditional locks. I do all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, it got really crazy, so it was really hard for me to you know, uphold my end of black girl type anxiety and my career. And I also have a few more endeavors coming out. I have a few uh, teaching workshops coming soon. So you'll be able to get the Alloria locks and figure out how to, you know, do what I do because I've had so many people ask me to help them out and teach them. So I'm just taking the signs and, and taking the, the leap. Um, I have a few... I haven't told Ash this, but I have some t shirts coming out soon. Um, I know, so Perfect. you're gonna be promoting them when you get a box yes. in the mail. Don't say nothing. send me
0: some XL, <laughs> Maybe a double XL if it's made for little people. Come on now. Hey. It's obviously made for- <laughs> <laughs> it's made for normal sized people. Send me a <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad that I brought that up then. <laughs> That's exciting. So, but- what are these t shirts? Tell me about them. I can't yet. Okay, okay. but
1: there. But I will say that they are. Um, some are comical because I'm goofy AF, and some yes, of them. Some of them are also yeah. Some of them are also inspirational. Um, just with, just things that I say and I feel, you know, connected to. And also, I have a few, shadow work notebooks coming out too that I'm working yeah. on. I have so many things that I'm doing, Ash. I'm, your girl is busy. I'm I'm so excited though. I'm so excited. Um, yes. And just figuring out how to work through the different traumas of life by working out through my own and, you know, relaying the message pretty much. Yes, I love
0: that. So, I'm excited. Um, I love you. And I love that you're always too. like pushing yourself and like spreading your wings into, you know, new new adventures new business ventures so you know um you always have a support over here whenever you need me to rock some t-shirts um let me know let me I know absolutely when I can put my order in <laughs>
1: and you know what's funny and you know what's funny you just said that um I'm always like pushing myself to do other things and like venture off and stuff i was just thinking about how there are some people that don't have that kind of personality like i have or like you have that are just like, reach for the stars. I think it's Capricorn
0: shit. But I, you know we're a little bit like perfectionist. We're going to make it happen. We're going to do everything um, so, at the same time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, It's like, overwhelmed, what is that? And then goes in the corner and has a panic attack. Yes. It's like, I'm yeah. fine. This is just a Monday thing, right? <laughs> but I, I was thinking about how there are literally people that don't want that. And that's OK. And before I used to be like, eh, hustle or die. But it's OK to feel differently about how you want to exist in this world. And, you know, there are some people that are just like, I just want to go to work and pay my bills so that I can travel. And that's it, you know, because travel is life and that's what they want to do. I'm just like, I'm trying to make all the banks and I am I want to succeed and I want to fulfill every vision that I have of myself. I want to make it happen. So I don't think either one of those are wrong. I really don't. No. Now before I used to because I was a little judgmental bitch, but now that's it's awesome. like that's- Yeah.
0: <laughs> just <so>, you know, like <laughs>
1: together.
0: No, that's but- a really good point. I think um yeah everybody has different goals uh, in all aspects of life, whether it just be like business, just overall life, spiritual goals, all that good stuff. Like everybody's view is different and i do like what you said about hustle culture because i think so many of us especially like our generation um the younger generation you know um (laughs) no the youths the youths you know um we yeah i think we've just gotten wrapped up in like hustle 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 and like sometimes that works but i think uh yeah it's okay if that's not you like yeah it's not not who you are it's all right it's a- all right. A- a. Well, Aloria, um, I want to, for those that don't know who you are, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody that's listening for the first time, or maybe they've just like recently started following the pod. Um, we are going to do a little ice break around. So yeah, break I, w- what we're going to do is basically go through for three minutes, and I'm just going to fire some questions at you. And mm-hmm. you give me the first thing that comes to your mind okay hopefully it's not anything i'll have to edit out but you know that's what steven you know i curse a lot now do. it's okay I, we got a little explicit tag i think why okay. do you say now like you didn't curse a lot back then i, I know <laughs> my shit <changed>. i'm trying <laughs> like i'm fucking trying okay <laughs> it's okay girl i see the effort i mean no judgment either way it's terrible effort it's really terrible. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go through this little icebreaker segment, and I need a name for this icebreaker segment. I hate the name icebreaker. It sounds like a corporate, you know, intro, but honestly, I don't have another name for it. So if y'all think of another name, DM me at Black Girls Have Anxiety Too, or Eloria, just text me if you have another name. (laughs) Yeah, because you know I'm brainstorming. I'm the brainstorm queen. Yeah, I can see the wheels turning right now. (laughs) All right, so three minutes. You ready? Okay. I'm about to kick off this timer. No cheating, just kidding. All right, what did you have for breakfast this morning?
1: I had a protein shake and a cup of egg whites.
0: You drank it? Yeah. While it was raw?
1: Yeah, it doesn't have taste. Oh
0: gosh, it looks It small. wasn't
1: egg yolks, it's not like that. It's like water. Uh, yeah, with the egg yolks, like a okay. fresh packed egg. No, I don't do those. I like get the pre-mixed ones.
0: Okay. yeah just the just the whites Mm -hmm. of the egg yeah see it's the capricorn coming out of this judge me but i'm just honestly shocked and it doesn't hurt your stomach no at all. see egg whites just looks like you know what i'm not gonna say that (laughs) um what is one article of clothing that someone could wear that would make you walk out of a date with them so you're on a date you show up nothing. Oh, if they showed up wearing nothing, yeah. If they were naked, you'd walk out.
1: Yeah, if we're not with the them movies. or
0: not with girl, them. no. <laughs> it
1: depends on if they buy me a drink first, but yeah, probably. Walk out.
0: <laughs> okay, what is? Uh, are you a cat person or a dog person? Kitty, 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 purr purr. And I, I threw that question in because. Um, I basically turned it into a cat person. I'm clicking that.
1: <laughs> she did.
0: Now she turned me out on cat for real. <laughs> Got one cat and it was off. It was over yeah, with. I know. <laughs>
1: now, any, now, anytime I see a dog, I'm like, you need to relax a little bit. You need to right. calm down. Calm down. Like, chill.
0: Like relax. I'll be okay. Your person is right there. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, what's the last song you danced to? Ooh, Percolator. I was listening Ooh. to house music while I was cleaning up. Okay. I love it. I love it.
1: Um, the zombie. Oh wait, 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 wait.
0: No, Does it no. count
1: if you are like dance, like full out dance or like just grooving? Cause Ooh. I grew while I'm in the gym too. And I was listening to a
0: uh, voice. The... <laughs> okay. We can take both. I'll take both. <laughs> okay. The zombie apocalypse is coming. Who are three people you want on your team?
1: Um, nobody, because I'm just going to die. I don't want to try and survive the zombie apocalypse. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Valid answer. (laughs) Fuck that. I'm not fighting for my life every day. (laughs) No. Oh, my God. Okay.
0: What's your current cell phone wallpaper? Um, me. Oh, I love it. Let me see. Um, hold on. Let me get to it. it. Bam, i I see you. (laughs) Okay, if you could be on any reality TV show, which one would you choose and why? And you can make one up if you want to. Married at First Sight. You know what? I think that show is amazing. That and Love is Blind. Um, (laughs) I just started watching it I love it. It's funny. So good. Okay, um, if the aliens landed on Earth tomorrow and offered to take you home with them, would you go? Absolutely. It is ghetto here. So ghetto. (laughs) <laughs> do that. okay last one if you had to eat one meal every day for the rest of your life what would it be you know i'm puerto rican so it's gonna be
1: <laughs> rice and arroz okay con rice and plantar maduro mm-hmm, that's okay. it okay that's I all think i,
0: think I need say arroz con pollo
1: mm-hmm. no i don't i don't really eat chicken like that but i'll eat some camarones with it i'll eat that okay. rice and beans and
0: plantains and some shrimp okay right. okay All right, so that is, you know, if you didn't know, Loria, now you know. (laughs) So today, um, today we are going to talk a little bit about social anxiety. So, of course, Loria and I started this podcast uh, back in 2020, actually. Obviously, we started talking about anxiety, hence the name, and it kind of flourished from there into being about mental health, but we're going to kind of take it back to the roots. And today we're going to talk about social anxiety. Um... Before we get into it, I'll just like pull the definition from the the World Wide Web of what social anxiety is, and we can kind of go from there. We don't have a mental health professional per se today, so we're just using Dr. Google. Um, Social anxiety disorder is a mental health condition characterized by a fear of being watched or judged by others in social situations. Social anxiety disorder is also known as social phobia. Um, anxiety is a fear that arises in anticipa- anticipation of an anticipation. Anticipation, anticipation. <laughs> of an event and a phobia. And Sean Connery. <laughs> anticipation. Um, and a phobia is an irrational fear of certain objects or situations. So Aloria, how do you feel about social anxiety? Like do you feel like you have social anxiety? Do you feel like you had it in the past? Oh, I absolutely have social anxiety,
1: 1,000%. Yeah. Um, I just moved to Houston, and baby, like, it's just been something that I just be scared. I really do. Um, Somebody told me that Houston was, like, second in the, the country for, like, human trafficking, and that's all I need to hear, okay? It's not true. I looked it up. But oh, say. the really? fact that they said that, and I'm like... I kind of want to call her and be like, this, you were wrong. (laughs) Fix this fact. Got me me scared in this new city. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, damn. But, you know, social anxiety is definitely something I deal with. I deal with it every day. Um, But when I get comfortable in a place, it's a lot better. Like at the gym, I'm like, fuck these people. It used to be really bad. It really did. Uh, I think it's improved immensely. But... Is still something that I, in the back of my mind, I don't want, it's <laughs> crazy. I was going to say, I don't want to be perceived because I really don't, do not even know me. Don't even, <laughs> I'm just trying to do, I just want to lift my heavy things live your and life. <laughs> I just, that's it. I just want to pick things up and put them down at the gym
0: and that's it. Just leave me alone. Yeah. I don't even, I just don't want to be perceived sometimes. But maybe if you're feeling like super comfortable at the gym, maybe that's why you attract people at the gym. Because you're in your element,
1: I would like to not do that.
0: <laughs> not you bringing the mic super close. <laughs> Public service announcement: If you see her at the gym, Don't wait till she gets to the parking lot to say do something. Do you see? Do you see these big ass headphones?
1: <laughs> I wear these big ass headphones for a reason because I do not want to be spoken to. And now I saw this. Um, I saw this this weightlifting belt mm-hmm. that says. Um, don't talk to me or like, don't, not, not today. Like it's like not today, it's like something. Not today. Yeah, like don't even speak to me,
0: Please, (laughs) (laughs) or the next day.
1: My, My belt wouldn't be big enough for that. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I definitely deal with social anxiety and it's hard, you know, sometimes, especially being, and it's crazy because, oh, you have social anxiety, but you move to new cities, like it's nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds crazy, but it is what it is. I'm still an adventurer because I'm a big um big believer in doing things that scare you because usually the most amazing things happen on the other side of fear. So, you mm-hmm. know, and I
0: keep telling myself that and it always works. I always yes. wind up doing it eventually. That is such a good point. So when did you feel like like the first time that you felt like super anxious, like in a crowd or around a lot of people? Um, I noticed it whenever I would have to like sing in public.
1: Like it was like, it was to the point where I actually couldn't sing. I'm like, I know I can sing for real, but then whenever it was time to go and sing in front of people, my voice would be so shaken that it was just, I couldn't sing. Like my voice would crack, it would shake, it would just do all of that. Nerves really can get the best of you. You know? So yeah. I get I get it, Adele. I totally get it. Oh, does she have social anxiety? Yeah, she has crazy stage fright. I like, didn't know she, that. She
0: yeah, she has crazy stage fright. Damn, I did not know that. I wonder I know like Summer Walker has a lot of stage, but not stage she has bad social anxiety.
1: Yeah, she does. She definitely yeah. does. Um, but she's one of those people, um, She's not a social person. I I think that's That's, what it is. Yeah, But she is good around people because I think the way she sees it, personally, this is what I think, because this is kind of how I identify it too. Sometimes when you're in a crowd, the crowd is like not there. There's no specific like faces. Yeah. So I sung like whenever I used to sing, and this is the crazy thing. If I used to sing, on a stage in front of like a whole auditorium of people I was fine because I never like noticed anybody but when you know it was like a small group like I didn't sing or like people that are were recognizable and you can see their facial features it's different it's scarier for whatever reason to me that's how it was and I think that's how it is and I think that she's also antisocial I don't think she's a very social
0: person and that's yeah. okay and that is okay and I know she's made like a couple videos saying like around her friends she's super social and super outgoing but it's only around people that she knows and I think that's kind of how I am like I'm social uh, to a certain extent like I always say if I go somewhere and there's a bunch of people I'm probably not going to approach anybody and start a conversation but Mm -hmm. if you come up to me and say something I will gladly talk to you for an hour but yeah If I know you, I will also gladly talk to you for an hour. Like, if I really know you, if you're my friend, like, I can talk to you forever. But it's really hard. I don't know. Do you feel like that makes it harder to, to like, meet new people and make friends? Well, the thing that makes it hard for me to meet new people is that I don't leave
1: the house. So You're right. Because you really don't leave. I I really don't. And I'm really, I was, like, today I was going to go uh, walking uh, around in this park. But I'll probably just go do it tomorrow. Um, cause I already did my workout today. Hey, um, Me too.
0: High five. <laughs> hey,
1: but I mean, I think that whenever I'm, um, it's like different for me. So I'm like, I think I did like a, um. There was some kind of assessment and they were like, you're kind of like a Marilyn Monroe type. You can turn it on and off, which is how I am. If I want to be spoken to, you're going to know I want to be spoken to because I'm going to be feeling myself and I'm going to be doing what the, the thing I do that gets you know, some things hanging in the mm-hmm. attention, you know. But whenever I'm like at the grocery store or if I'm at the gym or if I'm doing, you know, anything like that, I'm not really trying for that or if i'm at a concert or you know where that's not the intention Mm
0: -hmm. then
1: it's like nerve-wracking for me for whatever reason or you know just any unfamiliar surroundings which i know a bit of that is normal and it's a completely natural thing to be wary of you know new locations and and all that but i don't it i don't know it's 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 a little tricky it's a little tricky because it's like a dual thing for me. Yeah,
0: it's like I am and I'm not. I'm kind of like, I don't know. How do you feel in crowds? Like, do you, do you feel okay in crowds if nobody's talking to you? Um. Yeah. Well. Yes and no.
1: So, I'm okay in crowds, but I'm also like nervous that I'm gonna be pickpocketed. <laughs> yeah. I'm always nervous about that. Um, or. It really sucks when. I don't know. Maybe it's a just a, just a neurotic thing for me. But like when I'm at concerts and I can't see because I'm a short ass, or like I will never get floor seats ever again. I know that now because I'm never paying that much money to not see shit. Um,
0: yeah, that is an interesting choice because you really won't see anything. No, because everybody's standing
1: up. Like if I get floor seats, I'm definitely getting front front row. That's the only right. way that I would be able to do it. But um, you know concerts are okay but I'm always nervous like I'm gonna fall um and I don't want to walk past people like I don't like if I gotta go to the bathroom and wait till the concert is over like when we went to see Erica Badu like yeah. I was like I have to pee but I don't want to walk past people that's why I didn't
0: because I, uh, even, I yeah, didn't know that's like, why you didn't want to go girl I was like I gotta go I'm, I'm yeah go exactly <laughs> I think and I went that, twice <laughs> yeah they were like
1: like, excuse me, y'all. Like, and you're be just back, like, guys. anyway, I gotta be. <laughs> but with me, I'm just like, I just don't want to walk past people because, you know, I just didn't want to be perceived. I just didn't want to. And that's a, a comfort thing also, and a confidence thing. And I'm and I'm realizing that too. Um, so a lot of my social anxiety is a self-confidence thing. And those are little issues that I'm actually, you know, in real time, confronting and working
0: on and working through. Yeah, I love that. Um, so some of the triggers, is according to nhs.uk. Um, for anybody that listens to the podcast, always know I put my references in the description. So I'm really just not making things up, I promise. Um, <laughs> so some of the triggers of social anxiety, of course it can vary among different people, um, but here are some of the triggers. Meeting unf- unfamiliar people, that's my huge trigger is like walking into a room and maybe the one person I'm with knows everybody and I don't know anybody but then they take off and they leave me by myself. It's stressful thinking. About uh it. yeah, why would you do that? Yeah. First of all, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you really would leave though. Absolutely. You
1: give yeah. me a, if you give me a moment to escape, <laughs> you're gone. Oh baby, I'm gone.
0: I'm gone. <laughs> I um I know I've only read one trigger, but I had a like work retreat earlier this year, and I work from home, and pretty much everybody in for the company I work for works from home, so nobody really knew anybody. There was like a handful of people that knew each other and had actually seen each other and had worked with each other in some capacity um so everybody there like nobody knew anybody outside of like seeing each other in Zoom and it it was just very very it was it was hard like it was hard to meet new people and i just i was also i'm also one of the few people that looks like me both in height and complexion Mm -hmm. and you just feel like number one you're like standing out like a sore thumb which i guess is good in some cases but not always yeah if you're if you're anxious um but it was just really I found it really difficult to kind of work through them and I really had to like make a point to talk to different people. Um, But then it was good because there was a point where I was just like, yeah, I got really bad anxiety. So, you know, I'm just going to like hang out here for a second and all of a sudden like two or three other people were like, yeah, me too. I'm just going to like stay over here for a little bit. Like I just need a break. So it was actually nice to realize, okay, I'm not the only person that is low key sweating
1: this whole
0: like meet and greet because I don't know anybody and it's open bar but it's like you know open bar is great for weddings you don't do open bar at work like limit to drinks because i was like i want to be like comfortable and loose but i don't want to be three drinks in and then i like meet my boss for the first time or hands on your knees hands. <laughs> <laughs> now all of a sudden you're twerking and you like there's no music playing it's like who is that throwing it in a circle over there <laughs> <laughs> is that ashley i think that is her. her name is ashley eh? <laughs> so um yeah that was that was a tough first few hours but then once i met people it was, it was a lot better yeah. um let me go through the rest of the, the list of triggers so other triggers talking to people at work or school um being called on to speak in class did you ever have an issue with that going up like if you're i to...
1: abs- i'm gonna bring this mic closer I absolutely fucking hated it. I hated really? it so much. I hate icebreakers. I hate...
0: <laughs> so you hated my icebreakers that I just... No, no, no. Had...
1: I'm talking about in-class icebreakers where they would... Sometimes they would even make you stand up. Like, don't... Yeah. Like, I think that is torture for, like, introvert kids. It's anywhere. Yeah. I think that's just a horrible thing to do. Don't make me stand up in front of people that I do not know. I mean, fear of public speaking is one of... It's the top fear. In the world, yeah. and it's a reason for that because I don't want to speak in front of y'all. Like I don't know you people, and <laughs> but I mean, ugh, yeah, I hated it. Just yeah. you can just keep going, girl. Okay, I can, I, I will go. I will riff for forty-five minutes about okay.
0: it. <laughs> well, we will move on, but I will just say, I was, and somewhat to this day, am really, really shy. But when I was younger, I was like, unbearably shy. But I had no problem getting up and speaking, like reading from the books or... That's different. Really? Like getting up and like standing and and doing a presentation or something? Like I had no problems doing that.
1: See, so with standing up doing presentations or things like that, I was terrified. But reading was my time to shine because I'm about to flex on all y'all. You
0: knew all the words. I'm
1: about to listen. (laughs) Like... I ain't one of y'all, okay? <laughs> it was, and that was like my flex, like my intelligence. And like when I was younger, I always was like, "Let me, let me show you yeah. how smart I am." Because my dad always was just like, that. was like, don't ever dumb yourself down for anybody. Don't try yeah. to to do that or anything like that." And I remember one time I tried to fit in and I tried to stutter <laughs> all the words because everybody else did. And mm. I haven't forgiven myself over it. I was six mm. and I still remember that shit right okay. now. And okay. after You're that, I was child. like, "That felt horrible." We gotta forgive in a child. I know, that like was I was, I was just trying something. You know, it. I was just, I was just trying something. She and made it I a good was decision like, no, after, again. though, right? Like, you know, yeah. was just like flex on them. There you <laughs> <Always> go. <flex>. <laughs> 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 but the, but the get up and tell me about your summer or what was one interesting thing? Tell me one interesting thing about you. First of all, I'm very private. So
0: yeah. your business,
1: like, how uh, about that?
0: Not eight-year-old lawyer Like, miss <laughs> so-and-so. You and don't need to know about my me, And I looked at her. <laughs> and she said to me. That's how it was, for real. Oh, <laughs> my god. Okay, let me get through these triggers. So, the next one, the next trigger is um, having to talk to a cashier in a store. Now, girl, one of these days, I'm going to get... Like my friend that I grew up with, Kiki, on here, so y'all can hear about how much of an anxious kid I was and how shy I was in ways that I didn't really realize was anxiety until I started this podcast. <laughs> but um, having to talk to cashiers in a store, or like you remember back in the day when you like couldn't have an app and just download Domino's and then order Domino's pizza, like. I had to having to call somebody and like order anything, like order a pizza or whatever it may be. It would literally, like I could not do it. So if I was with a friend, I would just be like, can you just call for me? Like, can you just? And I remember there was like senior year, and she's like, "You're we're gonna go to college, and I can't keep doing this for you. You're gonna be by yourself. You gotta learn." I was like, "Damn, okay, grow up, grow up." you know, yeah, I was like, okay. you know what's
1: funny that same,
0: <laughs> yeah. same
1: absolutely saying only thing was like unless I was like in like in person mm-hmm. it was fine but and it's, it's crazy because I used to be a freaking server so yeah. like I think that helped a little with, with my social anxiety but also you're playing a role you know there's nothing yeah. that, like you're you're oh yeah absolutely of course I can do that and you know that's different it's a mass. inside you're but, like stop <laughs> yeah, like if you ask me one more goddamn time if this is on the menu and it's not on the menu, and you see the menu in front of you, <laughs> I'm gonna kill you, respectfully. Um, but yeah, no, like calling in orders terrifying to me for whatever reason. Like just calling into any any kind of service, I'm like, I'll do it online. Like if I can do it online, I'm gonna try and do that anyway. But I'm not like if i'm calling in now i'm grown woman swag right now so if i'm calling in person and it's probably cuz i'm mad about some shit and now i'm ready to to snap but you know if i'm calling in a food order i'm just like uh yeah and you know sometimes yeah. it's not it's not bad now but my little sister um shout out to you Jabria. You're on the podcast now, but she doesn't like to order at freaking fast food restaurants. She's, like, scared, and I'm just like, I get it. But now she's, you know, she's 25, and she be getting drunk and traveling, so she's a lot more
0: exposed to the world. She's, so, she's her now. She can order her own yeah. Now. Right. <laughs> she just needs a couple shots. <laughs> so... um Other triggers for social anxiety, um, using a public restroom, being seen when eating or drinking and having to perform in front of others. So going back to being seen when eating or drinking, I've met a couple people that didn't eat in front of people and I didn't really, well, okay. I don't miss a meal. Like I'm always hungry. If you ask me at 11 PM at night, if I'm hungry, I'm probably gonna say yes and I probably already have a snack. <laughs> but I know people like so me going out and not eating because somebody's watching, of course in my brain it sounds absurd, but I know for some people it is terrifying for them to go out and have to eat in front of other people and have them watch them. Eating you know experienced
1: No, not for me. I'm not because I'm your girl's gonna eat. I'm gonna eat.
0: Right. Regardless um,
1: look you but, look. a lot of of, right if you can't (laughs) have um but I think my theory behind why some people are that way is because somebody down the line like way back when probably said something about how they eat and how they drink or they made a joke about it and you can't do stuff like that in someone's formative years especially if you're like an authority figure So like, if your favorite auntie is like, oh, you eat like an animal, like a dog or something crazy like that, Mm -hmm. then anytime you're trying to eat or like sometimes people with disabilities or, you know, someone that like, maybe they're missing a front tooth or, you know, something like that. You know, like when people that cover their mouth when they smile or when they laugh and they just do it habitually now, it's not even Mm. something that they think about. And, you know, the thought of, Covering your mouth is terrifying yeah so no I don't think that's you know I think that's pretty crappy but a lot of times when people have those kind of fears I feel it's rooted in somebody directly damaging
0: yeah it's rooted in their, somebody their their them. yeah, yeah. and I think
1: something. that's really crappy
0: it is it is but it's definitely interesting just even just doing some research for this episode seeing how many different triggers there are for social anxiety? Um, As far as like being social. So we know now you moved to Houston and you've been in the house a lot. So I got to come and get you out the house. I'm going to make that trip. Soon come. But in <laughs> <Yeah>. your imagine, <laughs> and like, what's your ideal social setting? Like if you could create your own space where it, where you're really comfortable in that space a space that kind of like acknowledges your anxiety and or doesn't provoke your anxiety let's say that doesn't provoke your social anxiety what does that space look like how many people are there what type of music is playing like what's what's the vibe Nude beach you always trying to go to a nude beach
1: i am because okay let me tell you why because you can wear your headphones and nobody can speak to you you can wear your reflective glasses and like you know what I used to do because I'm still anti-social especially at the beach because I don't want to talk those are like the beach and the gym are places that I thoroughly enjoy and I love doing them by myself so when people offer to let's work out together or let's go to the beach together I'm like please no like the new beach or the or the gym I'm like please don't
0: yeah. threaten
1: me I don't that's not a good time to me. Just don't because it's something that I really enjoy. Um, and however, it's not social. So I can't really use a new beach. I mean, there's people around, but it's not a social kind of thing. People talk
0: Yeah, I me, guess that's one thing. Like that's I one mean, setting
1: But I don't want to be around people, you know, whenever I'm in public like that, because I'm one of those people that i Okay, I need to write this down because I'll talk about it later.
0: But I think uh-huh. it—I think it does still count as a social setting because technically you are out in public around other people. It doesn't necessarily mean that you, you have know, to engage. That you have to engage. I mean, if you want, you can like create another fantasy social setting where you—it is somewhere where you would feel comfortable engaging people. And maybe like, yeah, I don't know what that would look like, but I think that's fair enough that if a nude beach is somewhere in public. It's social, you know. Somebody can come up and talk to you, even though you don't want somebody to talk to you. But it could just be in passing, like as you're walking to your spot and you're seeing all the things, thinging, and the you know Peter swinging. (laughs) Then somebody's like, "Let's say, hey, hold on, Ash, wait, let me stop." I imagine at the new. That is
1: literally what you imagine, and I know that that's what you imagine. (laughs) But let me tell you, okay. For those that are interested in the newbies, let me put on my sexy voice. If you're interested in a new beach, okay, this is what you are going to expect. You're going to expect to lay in the sun and feel all of the solar rays hitting your body at once. And there's nothing like swimming naked on the beach. And if you're a black woman, have some waist beads on and tell me you don't feel like the sexiest thing coming out of that water naked. Feeling like a real goddess. That's why I love it so much. Because I always, every time I go there, I feel like a goddess. Because one, I'm the only fine ass black girl there in my world. I don't know. I, I'm just saying. I'm like the only black girl there usually. Yeah. Um, usually even it's in like my yes, it's like older white people there. Okay. Um, you know and they 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 be looking, but look, don't touch. That's all I can say. Um. And like I said, I keep my big headphones on and I put my like my mirror glasses on so you can't see like see me at all. You can't make eye contact with me. And I would literally just bring my, my headphones and not turn them on. They wouldn't even be on. There would be no music playing. I just didn't want to speak because that was my thing, you know, and if you were cute. OK, I remember one time this guy was like, can I help you with that sunblock? And I was like, no, no. And then I turned around, and it was the finest dude at the beach. And I was like, no, being an asshole. But I couldn't Damn see it. him. Right. Missed one. But, I mean, I'm pretty sure that, that was protection. Because uh, he was fine as hell. He, he's, yeah. It was giving devil energy. But yeah, Maybe he had. Never mind. We won't. Go ahead. <laughs> but, I mean... Like that's one thing for me. I I love I love the new beach. I really do. Um, it's not a social setting really for me. So that's like a, um, one of the things that I'm battling with. Um, but if it were um, like a for real social setting when I was truly trying to socialize, it's the salsa club. That's okay. Salsa okay. club, because that's somewhere that I'm comfortable. Like, you get me dancing. Like I'm comfortable dancing, so I can make conversations easily and you know i'm a cold ass dancer so you know it's it's a good conversation starter
0: okay so you're in your element
1: yeah it's more in my element for me or like a cigar lounge or something like that or hookah spot or you know anything like that where it's relaxed don't take me to the club i'm gonna hate it yeah
0: don't
1: don't take me anywhere that people are going to be acting the ass
0: yeah Um, i don't think we've ever been to the club together
1: as and I'm glad.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's ever. I know. I think I always knew that wasn't your vibe. Yeah, I'm not a clubber. I'm not. Yeah, not at all.
1: But like when we went um down, walked down the strip for um Halloween, I loved that. That was fun. Oh,
0: that was so much fun.
1: It was fun. I wish
0: you would have made it earlier because uh, they know. shut stuff down so early. Yeah, I didn't realize they st- shut stuff down that early here because, you know, compared to Miami where we were it doesn't stop so like what what night ending yeah what night night keeps going clubs are 24 7 um but yeah halloween halloween with you is always a vibe because we both love Mm -hmm. halloween so um do do you like when you're in a social setting like when you're outside do you ever and you feel your anxiety maybe like kind of peaking i know i've been in situations where I know my anxiety is getting high. Like I need to kind of like, I don't ever leave or go outside or anything, but I know that there's a point where like, maybe I need to use the bathroom and just like take a deep breath away from all Calm. Yeah, the energy or at least like walk away from the conversation and just kind of like regroup. Um, but what do you do when you're in a social setting and your anxiety, you feel it kind of peaking, like what do you do to help it? And do you ever bring it up and, and say anything about it?
1: Um, well, I don't really bring it up and say anything unless you're like a close friend or something. I'm like, okay, I'm getting a little anxious, and you know, I'll step away or let you know that, hey, I'm gonna, I'll be right back. You know, I'll do something like that. I'll hit you, I'll be right back, and then go away. I don't even have to break it down and be like, oh, well, I'm anxious, so you know. But if I need to leave, I'm gonna leave. Like, I'm not like leave forever, but just. If I had to step outside, I'll do that. Like, even at the salsa club, like, I'll go sit outside for a few minutes after, you know, dancing with three or four people. Mainly because I'm about to pass out because I'm tired. But (laughs) usually it's, you know, trying to – a lot of times it's because I'm just trying to – I need a break. uh, Because people, they want to talk to you, and that's fine. And even just, you know, I get anxious, like, I mean, it's just not really – like if I'm like being social and the anxiety just hits, um, well first I like to tell people like I might leave. I had to tell my aunt that. I think I told you about that yeah. when we went to um when we when we came to Houston.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and we were coming to like a birthday party. I live in Houston now, just for y'all to know. So if you need your hair done, you know where to go.
0: Mm-hmm. Lux
1: by Aloria. Shout shout out. <laughs> um, but you know she was like we're going to this birthday party, and I was like okay that's fine. And she was like, it's going to be a lot of people there, and I think they'll have a good time. And she was just like, um, yeah, you're going to meet a bunch of folks. And I was like, oh, okay, well, if it gets to be too much, I'm going to step away, you know, just so you know. And she was like, um, no, you're not going to step away. You're gonna, you're not going to be rude. You're going to do this. And, then, and I was like, well, I'm a grown woman, um, and I know what my barometer is for socializing. And if it's too much, it's too much. And she was like, okay. And she. It wasn't a combat. It wasn't a fight. It wasn't anything like that. She was just. I expressed my boundary, and she immediately respected it. That's why I love her. Shout out to you, Anshela. Um, but she's an extrovert, so it's different, you know. And I understand she she wants me to be more social, um, but I have to go at my own pace, you know. Yeah. And you know, I think expressing your boundaries for things is it's good. What about you?
0: How do you help? For me, um. Sometimes I'll just say it, like I said, like when I had that kind of work retreat thing, I just said it, but it was Mm -hmm. it was kind of like freeing to say it because at that at times like that, I'm already like a semi awkward person, depending on who I'm around um, and how comfortable I am.
1: Um, yeah, not to me. I, mean, I
0: think we're just two weirdos, though. So I yeah, I was right. gonna say. I don't. I think we kind of see eye to eye on this.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm the more, I'm the more peculiar one of the two.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, like meeting people, I think sometimes for me, I, I've realized that sometimes I can be an oversharer, and that's something I'm working on. But I recently, I think in the past couple years, have tried to be more honest about where I'm at um because i feel like there are times where either i get kind of awkward or i get really silent or sometimes i just don't know what to say but sometimes it's just my anxiety that's like okay this is a lot like mm-hmm. um especially if i just am not feeling super super comfortable like if if you're a vibe and we're having a conversation then it's usually free-flowing but i think for me big crowds being around a lot of people specifically after 2020 because i really did, don't think i had this issue before but i work i've worked from home for a, for a really long time then 2020 came and it was just like me and my husband and my two cats in the house pretty much the whole time like we had mm-hmm. our roommates there for the first year or so but th- it was just us for a really long time mm-hmm. um i was actually telling my husband the other day he signed up for like a big box gym, kind of like a 24 hour fitness or like a LA fitness type gym. Mm -hmm. Um, and I usually go to like these little boutique gyms, like the ones that are really small in a plaza somewhere. I like that kind of intimate setting, Mm -hmm. but I went with him to the bigger gym and I had like a moment, like we were walking around, we went to go sit down and stretch. And I was like, not that I was having like a panic attack, but I could just feel my anxiety just going like Ooh. right in your chest yes it's like it's right like in your right chest
1: there and you're just like it forces you to take a deep breath yes it's like you just have to and hold yes. it
0: and it it helps deep breathing it helps 100 percent. Life 100 percent. that's one of the first things i do when i realize my anxiety is high because i can realize just i'm only breathing it. here yeah makes you anxious right it made me anxious yeah and yeah. that deep, deep breath helped and another thing that like when my anxiety gets really bad i'm noticing that like my hands it kind of I don't know how to explain this but it feels like I'm gonna drop everything that I'm holding I don't know how else to explain it but like I'll have my phone and I'll grip it really hard because my hands just feel like not clammy but like like shapeless useless yeah yeah like ah and so all of a sudden like all these emotions came over me and he's just like stretching because nothing's you know he's fine and I'm just looking around like all right, my I recognize my breathing is slowing down, like, speeding up. What's going on? And I was like, whoa, there's a lot of people here. He's <laughs> like, yeah. like, what do you mean? I'm like, this is, like, the first time I've ever been in, in an enclosed space in two years with all these people here. Like, the gym was packed, and I was just like, I'm a little bit, like, thrown off, and it's a weird feeling that I'm thrown off. I wouldn't think that I would have this reaction just coming in here, but... Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, my body is not lying. <laughs> I'm having this reaction. And I realize, okay, my anxiety is going up, and now it's a thing to be around big, big crowds. Um, but I also realize nowadays I'm not a super fan of huge crowds, and I think that has more to do with like the craziness that happens in the world nowadays. Oh man. at places around. with huge crowds, and I won't go down that road because we're having, you know. But I think all of those things. But that's a real thing.
1: That's a real thing about social anxiety, though.
0: Yeah. I think now, like, Especially in America. Yeah, especially here. Like, I think just, I'm on hyper alert, even at the grocery store, if I feel like I'm in a place. Isn't that sick? It's crazy, because now I'm like, damn, where can I get out? Like, where are the exit signs? Like, subconsciously, even if we go, like, I love going to festivals. And. I love going to concerts. You already know I'm down for a concert whenever. And I, I love concerts too,
1: but yeah. I, you know, just thinking about what can go wrong and and all that stuff. Like the only thing, like I love being in concerts because the energy there is unmatched.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: like I said, my thing is like walking past people. But then you know, to layer that with, I hope somebody in here isn't trying to fucking kill us all because they had a bad day or a girl rejected them.
0: Yeah, or a bad childhood or however we want to rephrase it. or Your mom didn't get the cash if they wanted. Yeah, whatever it may be. But I, yeah, I think that that compiles onto things. Um, and I think part of, maybe part of, maybe 2020 and how, how we all really changed, maybe not all of us because I live in Florida, so maybe not everybody here, but a lot of people had to change the way you just moved in general like grocery stores if you go to Walmart you got to move different target just going to like the store in general i feel like you move different because you don't know like i'm on hyper alert but also you know i'm hyper aware i was hyper aware for a while like oh i don't want to touch anything you know like I, I think everything was heightened and I think that has come down for me personally, like a little bit. Um, but yeah, trying to move through crowds of places where there's a lot of people. Um, yeah, I can even feel it now. Like <laughs> It makes me anxious. Um, but
1: you know what? I feel you, especially in the gym, because I literally go to the gym at five in the morning because I don't want to go any other time. Yeah, because I'm the one. I don't want to wait for equipment <laughs> because that post-work crowd, you know, that's for extroverts to shine. I'm not one yeah. of those people and people that don't have social anxiety and people that just want to be seen and all that stuff. I'm just trying to lift this weight and, you know, go home right. and eat.
0: Exactly. Um,
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I totally understand. Like, I, like, if I miss a workout and I have to go later, I dread it. I really do. Like, I'll yeah. skip a workout sometimes before I go during peak time yeah or because i'm just not comfortable it's not a comfortable thing or a comfortable time but you know i push myself to wake that ass up at you know four four fifteen and be out the door
0: you wake up early listen
1: it Oof. is eight o'clock here and listen my Oof. battery is dying right now yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> and she's not talking I, about her phone like- she's talking about her 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 heart or like, her body battery is is on it's on two uh, like, percent. Do 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 What's the shutdown. So with that being said, what? we're gonna hop over to our mind game segment of Yay. the podcast. So um if you are new, the mind game segment is basically a segment where I give you a description and some symptoms of a particular disorder or mental health condition, and you get to guess and see what it is. So Um, Eloria don't tell them if you figure out what it is Um, I will read the the description and the symptoms and you'll have like maybe a minute or so to guess if you're listening on Spotify you may be able to just guess with the pop up that comes up Um, if you're on Apple I'm sorry I don't think we can do that yet (laughs) (laughs) come to the android side (laughs) just kidding i don't want to lose any listeners for saying that (laughs) you almost
1: i almost logged out i know i
0: know it's okay i accept blue and green text messages you know messages (laughs) all right so i'm gonna go ahead and read through the disorder again if you're listening uh you can use dr google to guess what it is or you can just wait till the end and just guess because who knows maybe you'll get it right all right so this uh this disorder Um, It involves getting and saving an excessive number of items. It involves the gradual buildup of clutter in living spaces and difficulty discarding things. Um, These are usually the first signs of this disorder. Um, The disorder usually surfaces during the teenage years to early adult years. As this person grows older, uh, they typically start acquiring things for which there is no immediate need or space. By middle age, symptoms are often severe and may be harder to treat. Uh, General symptoms include excessively acquiring items that are not needed when there's no space, um, persistent difficulty throwing out or parting with things regardless of the actual value, um, feeling a need to save these things and being upset by the thought of uh, discarding them, Having a tendency towards indecisiveness, perfectionism, avoidance, procrastination, and problems with planning and organizing. Um, Many of these people are actually perfectionists and it can also run in families. So I'm going to give you all about 30 seconds to think about this. I need like some music or something to go to play while uh, doo, while everybody's guessing
1: did you ever see the cable guy
0: no um, mm-hmm. Sorry. I, <laughs> I feel like anybody that's born after maybe like 2000s probably doesn't didn't even know the hum that we were humming the, the song that we were humming I just realized that the Jeopardy wow. the Jeopardy oh yeah I know girl don't say that to me I feel it's
1: disrespect.
0: You know, but it's okay. I don't mind being the age I'm at. Me either. I I, I don't mind classics, it. baby. Like yeah. we grew
1: up in the era of you know the 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 internet era? and and like post internet era. Yeah, like, like the we went from brand. dial up
0: to dial up to uh, to five G to game. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, like seriously, it's no joke. Um. Okay, so. Uh, You guys have about 15 seconds to guess. While you're guessing, um, I just want to give you all a little reminder that we are doing interactive and live episodes on Bullhorn. No, I'm not hosting them on IG Live. I'm doing them on Bullhorn. So I really want you all to go ahead and download the Bullhorn app. That's B-U-L-L-H-O-R-N. Or you can go to bullhorn.fm and type in black girls have anxiety too make sure to give us a follow once you follow turn on the notifications and you will be uh, notified every time I schedule a live episode and when we're about to go live Um, the cool part about this is well I want y'all to join so you can actually interact I would love to meet some of the people that are listening Um, there's some really cool features in Bullhorn that allow me to interact directly with you Um, there is a chat feature so you can talk to other people that are listening. There's also a call-in feature, um, which you can call in on video, you can call in from your phone, you can ask questions directly to our guests or myself, um, or just tell us how much y'all love the podcast. Um, There's also an area for questions. Y'all type in a question and we can actually bring it up on the screen. So that's really great for when we have mental health professionals in. Maybe you have a question that I don't have on my list and we can throw that up there and make sure you get an answer to it. So again, that's bullhorn.fm. You can go download the app or go to bullhorn.fm and follow Black Girls Have Anxiety too. Check out the description, click the link down there. Make sure y'all give us a follow. Shout out to everybody that's actually like listening. And when I do, when I say that, (laughs) I see y'all following on Bullhorn. So I really appreciate Um, (laughs) y'all. Come on over because we're about to do more live episodes. Now back to mind games. Now we got to get to the answer. So does anybody have a guess? Alora, do you want to guess? Uh, hoarding. Hoarding for sure. Yes. So hoarding disorder. Um, it is often considered a form of OCD or obsessive <gasps> compulsive disorder. Yes. Uh, about 18 to 42% of people with OCD experience some compulsion to hoard. However, that doesn't mean everybody that hoards has OCD. So compulsive hoarding uh, it can affect people who don't have OCD, you'll pretty much affect anybody. Um, interesting fact here, um, the OCD collaborative Genetics study reported that genetic linkage findings are different in OCD families with and without hoarding behavior, suggesting that a region a region on chromosome 14 is linked with compulsive, compulsive hoarding behavior in these families and that hoarding is a distinct genetic subtype of OCD, which I thought was really interesting. That is interesting
1: yeah my mom is definitely a hoarder and i i definitely really? have uh-huh for sure um i really want but i don't think she's like attached to things i think mm-hmm. she just doesn't throw things away like mm. she wouldn't even notice if i got rid of any of the stuff like her bathroom sink you know like moms always keep shit like and my mom has like a bathroom sink full of just stuff and like different things and products that she just like impulse buys and then she just keeps them. And I was Mm. like, one day I was like, can you please let me just clean this off? And she was like, okay. Like she had Mm. no problem with it. So I was like, okay, so it's not a problem. It's just, I mean, it's not a big problem. It's just, you know, she'll be fine. She's
0: just too lazy to clean this off. (laughs) That's hoarding, Which though, or just like, like eh,
1: laziness. <laughs> laziness. This right now. <laughs> cause same, sis. Like I, I will keep stuff too, and like, like somebody recently just said, "Hey, millennials, get rid of your boxes, your your um, your product boxes." And I'm, yeah, cause I was like, "But why? Why do I have to get rid of them?" But it's like, literally, never use them again, ever yeah. after I take things out of the box so why do we have these
0: why 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 are we keeping these and that's so funny that you say that because (laughs) literally (laughs) in my office just keep my (laughs) laptop i mean i opened this like actually i just opened it last week it doesn't need to be in here anymore though so yeah i feel you on that but did you know i didn't know that many hoarders are actually perfectionists that caught me off guard yeah i mean i didn't expect that It says they fear making the wrong decision about what to keep and what to throw out so they keep everything, which is an interesting perspective. Yeah, That makes sense, though. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. This says hoarding can actually accompany other mental health disorders like depression, social anxiety, bipolar disorder, and impulse control problems. A majority of people with compulsive hoarding can identify with a family member that has the same problem. So super interesting i always like knew about hoarding from the shows which i always found extremely interesting how hoarding was often linked to some sort of trauma that the person was going through like nine times out of ten with those shows it was linked to some sort of trauma that they've either identified or like there's a mental health counselor or provider there that's kind of with them throughout the process and they kind of pull out the connection to whatever trauma they experience or loss that they experience and and kind of make that connection to the hoarding mm-hmm. um yeah I really did that when my dad died really like yeah when my dad died he
1: had bought her some um stuff for the house mm-hmm. she so she uh kept um a box of a box of dishwashing soap dishwashing powder and um uh, like for the dishwasher and um like some Coke bottles that mm. that he had, she just kept them like under her under her um sink for like years and years and years and years and years. Wow. Like she didn't throw them away and then finally she was able to throw them away. And it took a lot, you know, so I mean shit, I still have my brother's um I have my brother's uh tea. I took his yeah. T V, you know, when after he died and, you know, I have a whiskey bottle, like he had a Hennessy bottle. I keep that. That goes on his altar, though. But you know, yeah. you know, I keep those things. So yeah, I do have some because I'm super nostalgic. I know that about myself. Yeah, me too. And I'm like, I'm gonna want to look at this again. Like, I still have notes that my mom wrote me years ago, like like almost ten years ago. Yeah. You know, and like letters that she's written me and stuff. So, I mean, I would write. And oh my god, I used to keep my love notes from high school, and then what? I should have I should have kept them.
0: Yeah, uh, you should have kept them. Because they were so good. They were
1: just I'm like, you dumbass. But you know, yes, you read girl. them, you read them and you you know, but I threw them out and they were all in like this little knapsack that I kept and yeah, I got
0: them. So, yeah, girl, people aren't writing love letters anymore, they just send you a text. I
1: know. A
0: paragraph. I did
1: have a friend I did have a friend write he, he mailed me a letter and it made me feel oh, that's,
0: really good. That's actually I was like, like, That's
1: Scorpios. They're romantics. Oh, yeah. They are they're romantics. They... But I was supposed to write him back. And you did and I, I didn't. But I did, no, I did write him, a, I, I wrote him a letter, um, but I didn't mail it to him because the year was like almost ending. And I was like, it was 2019. And I was like, I don't want this year to end without me, like this decade to end without me not sending you a letter. So I just sent it on a picture, took a picture of it. But I wrote, I wrote him a letter though.
0: Yeah. So, but not mailed. I know. And I still have the one he <laughs> mailed me. That's really cute, though. I think, like, I kind of miss those days. Not that I was getting love letters like that.
1: I know, oh, I but that. they make like handwritten letters are they're different. Handwritten letters in are the really mail. Nice.
0: Yeah, I don't even want to start doing that. So if you get a letter in the mail, be, I will be so hyped if you send me a letter. I'm so serious. Yes. Please. Do. He's gonna be pissed. <laughs> He's like, <"I> don't pop.
1: <laughs> oh my <laughs> How goodness! Get a
0: letter? My business my business okay so um what as far as just like what's in your anxiety toolbox obviously our last episode was oh my gosh like probably over a year ago which is crazy but since then like in the past year do you have anything new in your like anxiety toolbox that you use or that you do that you weren't doing before
1: um deep breathing for sure um deep breathing really changed the game for me. Um it it really did because I feel I I literally feel the anxiety decompress. It's like release when I start getting those deep breaths in and um I downloaded the Bloom app and the Productive app mm. and I use both of those. Um I haven't used them in a while if I'm being honest. Um but know you know and also i always think about how i'm protected you know my my spirit team isn't going to lead me somewhere that's going to cause me harm and they keep my senses sharp so i know that i'll be okay um i try to make sure that i'm grounded so that i know that i'm you know safe and protected so grounding um what else
0: i know you got a lot of plants
1: yeah my plants for sure plants yeah. indeed
0: lots of plants
1: <laughs> do, you want, do you want me to tell you my favorite plants
0: if you want to go ahead her name
1: we'll call her mary jane oh i thought you were gonna say As, okay i'll call her mary jane,
0: mary, mary jane. that's that's uh what we was talking about by the way yeah i didn't realize that till i was like 19 <laughs> I was like, "Oh, he really liked this girl, right?" <laughs> All time A lot.
1: So <laughs> time, so Little so did I know. <laughs> but um, yeah, I do love my plants, and um, now I also, you know, are you talking about general anxiety or social anxiety? Um,
0: just yeah, I anxiety in general. Okay, so yeah,
1: usually I, I'll um avoid the things, first of all, I, I make note of the things that do cause me anxiety mm-hmm. and figure out the root cause of it and then go at it that kind of way. Like some days I'll just be laying on my bed and I'll be maybe like on my phone or something and I just get that wave of anxiety. And I realize that I've been on my phone too much. overstimulation from social media and just phone consumption too much of that really triggers my anxiety just uh, and I'm completely alone and I just feel anxious and I don't like that and you know whenever I feel that creep in, and now I need to start limiting uh I'm going I am starting to limit my um my social media and my screen time just yeah. keeping that out of my face I don't really I don't need it and I it makes me feel um Excuse me. I'm a productive person I, and I feel rewarded when I'm doing things and getting things done and marked off my list. So a lot of things that help with my anxiety is having a routine and uh, having things in order and like, this is what I'm going to do now. This is what I'm going to do now. This is what I'm going to do now. People may, you know, scoff at that, but that's not bad. to helps this so help, yeah
0: it's but, it yeah. helps a lot though to be able to it have really does. a list. Like I got lists for when I'm working and I got lists for the podcast. I got like little reminders that I got to set if I know there's things that I have to do. Um, And like for the screen time, I have like an app timer um, that I use that covers mostly Instagram. Cause that's what I'm on way too much, but I have like an it's set to an hour a day and I've been doing so good. But the last week, I realized that when my anxiety gets really high, I go to social media, which then makes my anxiety even higher. So it's mm-hmm. like a subtle, like, whoo, and then just like an adrenaline pump. But then I never mm-hmm. come back down. And now I'm just wired. Like, I just like drink Cuban coffee or something. Yeah. So I am working on that this week, trying to not extend that timer every time it's like, Ashley, get <clears> off <throat> your phone. Like, yeah. Turn off. So I've been
1: been listening to this book, Atomic Habits, and it's talked about um, how routine is like some people think that you become, you can become a slave to your routine, but really it's the other way around. If you don't, you can become a slave to chaos and and just like the disorganization. And I used to think like, if I'm setting a routine, it's like something that I have to do, um, like, plan out my entire day but you're supposed to plan your day individually because i would be like okay this is what i'm going to do every single day and have stuff in the middle of the day ma'am you have to work you have clients so you can't just do that and then like with social media um i need social media for work so it's really hard being an introvert and and trying to not over saturate yourself and over consume social media, but it's hard to do that. It's not hard, honestly, I just like the discipline to post
0: and go away and it's hard for me though because it is like it is I feel like I'm slightly addicted to it, like as yeah. much as I want to say, oh, it's not hard for me to do. I realize now, just after setting these app timers that I've had for like months on months now, I can kind of feel when I'm doing good and I don't need it, but it's like I can slowly slip and like. One, one day it'll be like an hour and a half instead of an hour. An hour and, you know, 45 minutes. And then a Saturday comes and I'm not doing anything. And I've been on it for like three hours. And then it's like my little report on Sunday would be like, you spent five more hours this week than you did. I'm like, damn, you don't have to call me out like that. But No, literally, <laughs> mine
1: does that too. And it's really, and it's kind of ghetto because um, it talks about your screen time. But... Sometimes I just leave my phone open. <laughs> yeah, like
0: I just leave the the phone open. So I mean, oh, for yeah. me it's definitely catching all my all my social media
1: time. Like cause I don't really just be on there like that. Um, like today it says I had eleven hours of screen time, and yeah. I know they ain't no. That's not true. That's because eleven hours and three minutes. That's insane. You sure though?
0: But you got to look at like what apps that you've had open.
1: Messages for an hour. YouTube for forty minutes. Trying to figure out how to do this damn camera.
0: I feel like YouTube Um, is different though. I'm not counting YouTube as social media because YouTube is very different for me. The way I didn't, I didn't,
1: I didn't use it though. Really, I watched one video and I just had my screen open, so it's not really being accurate. You know, it's just how many times because I'll leave my phone face up, so maybe I need to put it on um uh sleep mode. Yeah. yeah i need to do yeah. that so that it the screen dies whenever i'm not looking at it so i can get an accurate yeah get, get accurate, an accurate uh, report because 11 hours I, it's no way because i've been doing so much other stuff
0: yeah
1: i really have i've been like where i'll um i'll watch like a movie while i'm doing my cardio or i'll like i said i've been listening to uh more positive things in the morning time when I wake up. So, motivational po- podcasts, or, you know, just things to get your spirits up and like to encourage you to get up and work out. And, you know, it's, I'm trying to tackle it by my habits. So, my social anxiety a lot of times is brought on by my lack of organization and, you know, my lack of uh, consistent routine. So, you know, making sure that my morning routine is good and my nighttime routine is good is what I'm going to be working on.
0: Yeah, I love that.
1: And then you know, we'll see what happens.
0: Yes. Uh, hey, all we can do is our, is is try, right? No, really. It's just gotta give give a good effort and then hope for the best.
1: We gonna um, see. Yeah, that's we gonna true. see.
0: All right, Loria. I know it's late there, but I do want to thank you for coming back. no, no we can talk as long as you want to. <laughs> No, she's 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 lying because she's tired. I know she's tired. No, oh, I'm not. Really? I'm not tired. I'm not. I'm not tired on the phone with you. I mean, on
1: the phone. I'm like on here with you. I'm just, you know. Just I know I'm a
0: night owl, and you wake up at four. I I'm a night owl too. That though. sounds like torture. That sounds like, you know, that sounds like I've. Really and you sleep hard now. too. Like you need hard sleeping. <laughs> like. Like it's so funny. Yes.
1: Like you, you get in it, man. and, and it is so funny. Me and Shantae woke up when we were um, right after the concert. We woke up early and stuff. You're just like cover
0: over your face, like like, yes. like don't. I'm pretty sure I had eye covers on, cover over <laughs> my face, and then I wake up and I, I when I wake up at like ten, so I thought I was doing good, and y'all were like, we've oh, been up since seven, I'm like yeah, and were, I didn't want to. and <laughs> that was sleeping in. <laughs> so, that was sleeping in.
1: That's crazy to me. <laughs> So when people are like, no, um, I'm going to, uh, I'm sleeping in. It, like, cause when seven is sleeping in, like to me, cause I'm up at four usually. 4.15 is when my alarm goes off. For the That's gym. violent. That's, but, violent. <laughs> but it's just, I mean, I, sometimes I think about making it later, but my work schedule doesn't really permit that. I usually start my day at like nine or, you know, something like that. But I mean, I'd rather have a nice, like, early morning routine. And it feels good to me. It, it's a really good reinforcement for me to have my whole workout done and my breakfast over with by 8 o'clock. That's crazy. Like, You're right. And then that you have crazy. the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel great, though. I feel great after. I'm like, yeah, I did that. Like they, yeah. like, they just started. You know, it's 8 o'clock. And, you know, I'm
0: like, this is how millionaires are made. See, for me, I'm <laughs> like... like I've accepted the fact that I'm just not a morning person. I do at some point want to like create I don't know like do 30 days of waking up early and going to work out in the morning. I don't know when I'm going to do that. Do it tomorrow. One day. I don't know. You heard me. (laughs) I ain't even going to lie. I'm probably not going to do it tomorrow. I have lots of dreams. Like I want to eventually like running because I hate it. Me too. I have lots of dreams, but I told this guy. <laughs> this guy wants to date me, right?
1: And he's um, he's Haitian. God help me! Shout but out to his No.
0: <laughs> yes. Because I already
1: said to. I said I already said I already know about you. But he's like, I love going running and all that stuff. He's like, maybe you can go running with me. I was like, I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> you see me running, it's because somebody's chasing somebody's my head, chasing- and that is all it is. Uh, <laughs> okay. Not, and then he, and then he was like, "I was like, how far do you run?" He's like, "Usually I do about eight miles." I was no, like, no. Respectfully, so go to hell because no, disrespectfully. <laughs> I don't even care about respect at this point because <laughs> why would you threaten me? That is a
0: threat, right? Who are, are we running, like, running from for eight miles? What are we running from for eight miles? If if you don't see our demons, between, like end to end on a basketball court. Anything outside of a basket, if I'm not running to the basketball court, on the basketball court, again, like you said, somebody's chasing me. Something is wrong. <laughs> like, help me call nine one one because something at that point is wrong. Like, first of all, <sighs> no. Yeah, the, the answer. Is and no. second of all, no. Hell no. <laughs>
1: because why? Like, how? Like, I don't understand how people be like. You know what I feel like doing today? I'm gonna go run eight miles. Excuse yeah. me. There are so many other things that I can do. I mean, I can't even lie. I mean, I walk. Like, at my house, I walk two miles every day. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, as one of my workouts. And it takes me, like, 45 minutes. And I just be walking. I build up a good, like, I get in my fat burn zone. I'm good. Like, it's not really um, something that bothers
0: me. But running? Run, you say? Yeah, shout out to everybody that runs. Y'all are just different. DNA is different. Yeah. Yeah, just accept it, embrace it as a compliment. But, I'm but not they talk about they talk <laughs> about
1: runners high though. So that's what, you know, gets them to do that. And yeah, right they feel time. that addiction. But I yeah, me neither. All I've had was shin splints.
0: <laughs> okay, shin splints and short short calves, right? Um and me but, being pissed yeah. off the whole time I'm running <laughs> Entire time. And you know what's yeah. crazy? I used to run the mile
1: and in, in track. And I'm. Oh,
0: we're breaking up. Just stay in shape for soccer because that's what I play to play soccer. Oh, you know. broke up just a little bit. You said Can you me? used to run the mile?
1: Yeah, I used to run the mile and like a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, but I only did track just so that I could stay in shape for soccer because it was like yeah. an off season thing. That was the only purpose of it. I,
0: I hated it though. I really yeah. hated it. like yeah, I, I did don't do short sprints Emphasis on the field. <laughs> I did high jump in discus. I, I I was like, don't make me run around this track. The only running I did was for the warm up, and even strike. then I was like, do I really need to do this? Like, I just about basketball. <laughs> do I really need to do this? <laughs> like,
1: yeah. Can't I can't lie. even lie. I used to be a runner. I can't even front. Like, really? I can't even front. But now, yeah, like I did like this one. Um, uh, like years ago, I had this picture that I took. It was like in 2012 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um. Twenty-two was ten years ago, okay. So it's different, different,
0: and ten years
1: different kind of energy. But I, I took like a, a picture world. of my little <laughs> different, different identity. Uh, clearly, I was a Delulu that just thought running was the thing. But I, I took a picture and it was like twelve miles. Like I ran twelve miles, but I took a, I, I stopped. But um, like it took me like maybe like two hours, and I'd like their back or whatever and ran home. Like I ran like the Little Rock Bridge and like Oh my goodness. What
0: the fuck? What you know I will say I would love to love to run. I will say that. Like I would I wish running was easy for me. It's not. I also wish that whatever gene that my mom has that makes her just want to go run for fun up mountains on trails. (laughs) with like scorpions Like, can't we just walk it? like i wish i had that because i would just go run in the morning and i wouldn't have to worry about working out like i would just go to the gym and lift and i'll be fine but (sighs) here i am but you know what you know what though i can't even (laughs) lie i think that i'm gonna begin
1: running um But eight miles, he can go to hell. Okay. He can
0: actually go to hell. Watch the next time you pop him on the podcast. You're going to be like, I ran 12 miles yesterday. So
1: (laughs) I went running. But I mean, I I can't because when I'm walking around, um, because I do like three big loops, and those three big loops are like two and a half miles at my house Mm
0: -hmm. around my neighborhood.
1: And just those, like, I remember walking in and I was like, I'm going to be running this soon. And I felt that. And I know that that's going to happen. But the thing about it is, in order for you to become a runner, Ash, you got to start running. And see, they in line. In order for you running. to be. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about, but it's true though. If you want to be that person, you got to be that person. You got to do what that person does.
0: Yeah. You know, I got some, some, some uh, past traumas to do with why I hate running. And I'll just get into a little bit and then we'll wrap up. So my mom is in ultra shape, ultra, like she sends me pictures of her jumping in the air, like high kicking in front of like a crowd of 80 people at oh the gym. God. Just like, she's a, just a badass in the gym, at the of so gym, fences. office, all of it. So when I was younger, my mom, like she, you know, she'd be like, come running with me. So knowing I'm not good at running. Right. I'm not fast at running. My calves always, hurt. this has been a thing since I was little. <laughs> and she'd be like, come running with me. So I'd be like, okay, mom, I'll go running with you. And then we go running. And all of a sudden, I'm running by myself because she is <laughs> a half a mile down. Left of the dust. Now she's two miles down and I'm still on mile one. And now wow. I'm no longer running with you. I'm just running on my own out here. And why? This is terrible. Is your mama I Leo? Know, She's a Libra. Libra? Okay. When's her birthday? See, I grew up thinking she was a Leo. And I only figured out she's a Libra. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry, Math. Leo's listening. I just automatically assume. <laughs>
0: yeah, sorry, Leo's. Um ten ten. She's got a Leo rising. No, oh, ten ten. What am I saying? Ten seven. Ten seven? Oh, okay. Yeah. He said, "He said her birthday I said, wrong. And, Like I said, they're really, really confident. And I was like that's definitely not. That's not right.' <laughs> Whose birthday? Is that? Call me and cuss me out for telling these the uh the running story and getting her birthday wrong. Um, but yeah. So shout out to my mom for um, you getting know, keeping me in the dust, keeping me in the dust every time I went running with her, which has made me hate running. So yeah." I oh, guess now that I've identified trauma. the trauma, it's time for me to get over it. <laughs> yeah. Okay,
1: well. She was probably trying to motivate you and push you to to keep up with her. But nah, really, she was she just like, was,
0: I'm gonna just run ahead. Cause you see mean, <laughs> Like, for real. Like you're, you're fucking up, up my road right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just run. And she would run to the end of the trail and be like, I'll circle back for you. Run to the oh end of the God. trail. I'm talking about four miles in the, in the mountains of Las Vegas. Like, Red oh Rock. Oh, my God. She'd a run to the thing? end four miles. Then she'd run back to catch me at like mile two. Cause I've only ran two miles at that point. <laughs> i really walked ran it and probably cried some points during that. Oh my <laughs> that God. Run. That's so funny. Then she'd be like, let's finish together. Run <laughs> to the end. And then she'd be like, oh, there's She's a little a shortcut to get to the car. You want to know how long the shortcut is? Two miles. So now four miles, then two back to the car. Oh my god! That was my childhood. So, shout out to my mom. She's That's she's valid. awesome. She's still an amazing shape, and she's still running them trails. Um, one of these days Bad I'll life. be I'll be like her. It ain't gonna be today. Ain't though. nothing to it but to we're do not. it. Maybe
1: we can go running when I'm in Orlando.
0: Maybe we can, and you can see why she left me. And
1: then, no, because we're gonna be walking in my two minutes. It doesn't even matter. i like, okay, we did good. Yeah. It's like, Ash, we only ran for 60 seconds. That was great. Let's go back home. I feel so, so much better about it. myself. <laughs> we
0: earned it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to wrap it up. Eloria, thank you so much. Um, thank you for having me. It was great. Yes. You know, I got love for you. I miss you. Same. I will be coming to visit at some point, you know, sooner than later. Um Same. But I want you to tell everybody where can they find you if they want to get their locks done when you drop these businesses, like where do they need to go?
1: Okay, so you can follow me at uh, at Miss Nixon on Instagram or TikTok too. (laughs) Um, And on uh, Locks by Lori, if you're trying to get your hair done, Miss Nixon, if you're just trying to look at my face. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I will keep you guys updated on the Miss Nixon page about the other endeavors that I have launching soon, so yeah
0: yeah, so make sure y'all go um, follow her check out, uh, if you didn't catch that, go in the description all of the links that you need to follow her will be down there make sure y'all give her a follow if you want to get your locks done and you want them done right Okay. Um, if you aren't following uh, the podcast They are. Follow us on uh yeah, I hope you are, but if you're not on Instagram, it's at black girls have anxiety two. That's two with two O's. Uh we're also on TikTok. Hey, finally made it to TikTok. Um at Black Girls Have Anxiety Two on TikTok and on Twitter. Uh we are anxious black girls, that's anxious B L K Girls on Twitter and yeah, if you are interested in or if you're a mental health professional and you want to be on the podcast or if you're just a black girl with anxiety or you want to just talk about whatever mental health uh, condition you may be have managing or struggling with possibly, or you just want to talk about your mental health journey, I'm always looking for a new guest, please click uh, my, my email be- below, send me an email or you can send me a DM on Instagram Uh, Again, always looking for new people To join us on the podcast Um, Also, if you're still listening Shout out to you, thank you for tuning in today If you are on Spotify, Apple, wherever you may be Give us a rating It really helps a lot when y'all give us A good rating, hopefully it's five stars Hopefully you enjoyed yourself today Um, But yes, thank you so much for listening Appreciate y'all Bye Bye Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Black Girls Have Anxiety Too. No matter where you are in the world, I really appreciate your support. See you again on the next episode, but until then, follow us on Instagram at Black Girls Have Anxiety Too and on Twitter at Anxious Black Girls. that's anxious, B-L-K, girls. And remember, just because you're struggling doesn't mean you have to struggle in silence. The more we talk about it, the more we heal.